these Thursdays back on your radio dial. After last week, I'm shocked. <laughs> but we are back. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we survived. I must say, we got a few emails and calls, but somehow I diverted those away to keep us on the air this week. So, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> That's, that's definitely for sure. That's, that's definitely. <laughs> exactly. So, folks, speech and eyes, we already tell you. This is a Thursday on Audio Boom. We got iHeartRadio. We got Google Play. We got iTunes. We got Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, the Boston Show website, speech, as I always say. No excuses for you listening to no more speech. No excuses. The show was out there nine different ways, nine different platforms. Get with the show, people. Absolutely. Nine different ways to catch all the craziness that goes on in the show and nine less excuses for y'all not to get up on it. So, with that being said, let's go right into it, man. I don't want to hear no more excuses from the people, JR, because they ain't got nothing like this. Exactly. Let's roll right into week one of the NFL, bro. Uh, week one was a very interesting week to where all the games were close except for the Monday, Monday night games with uh, the. Steelers and the Redskins and the Rams and 49ers. What the hell was that with the Rams and 49ers? 28 nothing? Are the Rams that bad? Because, I mean, if you're in L.A. being that bad, they won't show up, L.A. Rams. They don't, they don't need you. They got USC, UCLA. They don't need you. They got the Lakers coming up, too. And even the Clippers. They don't need you. Rams, you know, like, for real. But I must say, we talked about Sean Hill the other week. Somehow he got the Vikings a win against the Titans. And then I'm going to take it a step further. Speeches Lions beat the Colts in Indy. And guess who the Lions play next week? The Titans. So, Speech, your boys may be 2-0 after this these first two weeks, man. How's that make you feel as a Lions fan? What's going on up there at Ford Field, man? What's Carl Will got them boys doing in old Jim Bob Cooter, which has a, a very much a triple U bad take of a name. Jim Bob and, Cooter. And uh, I, I tell you what, I, I practice, they must have some of Michael Jordan's secret stuff that I have. I'm just fucking, dude, like, I'm going to be honest with you. Of course, I'm, I'm Lee Hollywood doing so, you know what I mean? So much for, I, I absolutely got to rep my own team. But the Lions have a way of giving you several different heart attacks in the course of a four-quarter football game, and they do not disappoint with playing with your heart every single week. I was actually a little impressed with the offense because I was not not in good faith about it after Calvin Johnson made his exit. I mean, let's be honest. We're talking about Megatron, right? Who would really believe that the Lions would be that good on offense without Megatron? He is, has been. I'm sorry. I got to speak in past tense now. He has been one of the most dynamic receivers and playmakers in all of National Football League history. However, I was kind of skeptical. With the Lions showing me a lot on offense, they are spreading the ball out. They're utilizing the slots. They're utilizing the flats. They finally, for some reason, they're getting their tight ends together. Jim Bob Cooter is really making a great impact on the offense, man. Matt Stafford was more calm, relaxed, except in that fourth quarter he was trying to tell everybody to get the hell out of bounds. Why? So for what reason? Why they just couldn't get out of bounds, I don't know. I mean, I get trying to fight for every yard that you can, but in in in, in, in fourth quarter, less than a minute situations, two-minute drill, everybody knows you catch the ball, get out of bounds. 
The Lions burned a couple critical timeouts during that series. However, they managed to get it together and pull it at the last minute. And I was kind of skeptical about it at first because Matt Prater did shank a field, I mean, shank an uh, extra point, you know, the series prior to that. But at the same time, I was added pressure on him because he knew damn well his job was on the line had he missed a field goal opportunity to win a game in Indy. So if the offense can continue to move as well as they did last week, I kind of like our chances going into the next week against the Titans. Now, I really do. Now, the Titans got a really solid defense right now. Well, no, they don't. Right. No, that, that, yeah. that, that, that back end is leaking old. <laughs> yeah. I was going to give them a little credit just to try to make it sound interesting. I ain't want to be braggadocious, you know what I mean, to speak bad on speak bad energy on the Lions. But offensively, Titans are all right. You know what I mean? But I think didn't, uh, didn't Keenan Allen get – isn't he done for the year with that ACL injury, man? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a tough break for the kid. That's it really is, and I'm you know I'm really disappointed for that. All jokes aside, it's nothing worse than, than getting a season-ending injury in week one, man. That that was rough, dog. And he wasn't the only one, actually, Jr. He was not the only one. Uh, didn't. I heard it was some rumors. I didn't get a chance to catch the whole thing. But didn't RG3 get a, yes. get a little banged up? Yeah, being stupid. He should have went out of bounds and or slid. Now he has a broken bone in his shoulder. Out eight to ten weeks pretty much out the whole year. And now RG3 probably has ruined his chance in the NFL. And get this, he's going miss $3.75 million in weekly roster bonuses now because – He's on injury reserve. What a goofball. Oh, damn, I feel bad for you. He can't catch. All right, that's a long. All right, that was about to use the wrong expression. The boy, <laughs> the boy just can't. I don't want to say catch a break. But the boy just can't hold it together, man. Like, And I feel bad for RG3 because he seems like a good kid. He's a good player, man. He just, for some reason. His body just doesn't agree with the game of professional football, man. That is really sad. He don't protect himself, bro. That's his problem. He doesn't. It's him. He don't protect himself. He takes unnecessary shots. Agree. Agree. I mean, to me, he is like, to use an analogy, he's like the Allen Iverson of football. He's a smaller guy, but he is not afraid to throw his body on the line. However, the difference between basketball and football is football is a collision sport. It is not a contact sport. There are large human bodies colliding with you with a lot of weight and force and velocity and bones break. And RG3 seems to have not figured this out yet. And it's sad, dog. It really is because that's a lot of money to miss. You know what I mean? The, the, his team needed them. They really did. And I really had all for him to turn it around this year. You know, uh, that was rough, dude. That was rough. Yes, indeed. And Dallas lost on Terrence Williams being a goofball and not going out of bounds. Cutting him up yeah. the ball with two seconds to go in the game. Why don't you go out of bounds, Terrence Williams? Only God knows why. But just a weird week one. Jacksonville, why, why on fourth and one are you running a bubble screen? No. I don't even know. I was I, I caught that highlight and I'm like, wait a minute. What? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I was like, why would you do that? I was like, come on, bro. 
Who called this play? I was like, what are you doing? Did, did, did Florida man call this play for them? <laughs> right. I'm like, dog. Even I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, that's stupid. That's not going to work. Boom. Showing up. But speaking of Florida, dog, I, w- I got to give a shout out to James Winston. James looks solid. You know what I, I mean? I saw that I game in person, son. Young quarterback. You know what? I was, I was there for that game in person. Oh, man. Dude, what? Look, I love it when a, a young man could prove his doubters and haters wrong. Because let's be honest, James got a lot of hate, especially with the allegations that came out of, uh, you know, FSU. We ain't going to talk about it no more. But a lot of people start throwing his name under the, under the bus and then just start dragging his talent. And I'm like, yo, what does that have to do with, you know, these allegations? What does that have to do with the boys and to play the game? Last year, solid. You know what I mean? Of course, they didn't have the best record. But if you look at his play, his play was great. The boy made smart decisions. And to me, that is indicative of somebody who, in a couple of years, is going to be an amazing quarterback. He's already a great quarterback, in my personal opinion. He has the potential to be great. He really does. And he is showing sparks of that, man. The young man is poised. He is controlled. Physically, he's in much better shape, and he is looking solid out there, dude. So I got I to gotta shout out James. He was real good at week one. He really, really did, and I hope they continue to move uh, along with that. Also, because I picked him up in fantasy league, Drew Brees, goodness gracious, looked really great, but it wasn't enough. So how about them Raiders? Yeah, going for two to win the game. I respect it because – the extra point is now farther back. That's not a guarantee no more. You got Janikowski. So you're in New Orleans, overtime, could lose the coin toss, Briscoe's on score touchdown. Now you have to see the ball. So Jack Del Rio did the right thing. He went for the win. He actually went for the win. You can't knock a man for that. Play to win. That's what the game is about. Dude. The game is about playing to win. And I like it because it makes the game more exciting. A lot of times, NFL football can be predictable in those situations. He's like, okay, they're going to play it safe. Uh, you know, take the extra point, try to run down the clock, go to overtime. And I'm like, all right, cool, that's great. No, excite me, damn it. Like, put me on the edge of my seat. Like that Lions game, I was tuned in. My eyes were to the screen because, you know, they the, the coach scored, but I was like, well, damn, hold on. We still got about, you know, 40-some-odd seconds left for three timeouts. Oh, hold on now. And, and things like that, playing to win makes it exciting. So, dude, that was an amazing call out of Oakland. You know what I mean? I'm glad – Michael Krabs is really getting his, uh, you know, he, he kind of was a lot of his career finally. He's had some injuries and setbacks as well. Derek Carr is looking solid, uh, you know, so I'm, 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 I'm interested to see what goes on out in Oaktown, man, you know, and I think Oakland is playing with Edge and Chip when they showed it because they did want to move the team to L.A., but, of course, the Rams got it. So now I feel that, you know, overall there's a little bit more motivation to play. You know, because now they got to represent, oh, they got to hold it out for the Bears. And maybe the Rams should have stayed in St. Louis because they looked ineffective, dog. Even Todd Gurley was shut down. And I was shocked about that. I'm like, dude, where, where was you at? Of everything that could have went wrong with the Rams, I said, okay, Todd Gurley's at least going to get out. Boy, and show up. Yeah, well, the Niners said to Case Keenum, beat me. And he obviously proved he can't beat them. So, therefore, as always, Jefferson's team is going to be the 7-9, 8-8, 9-7. He's the king of that, bro. The king of it. Yep. Yep. This is absolutely true. This is absolutely true. But another, another, something else that really struck me is odd. And, and I, I know that some people might not agree, but this one struck me as odd. 
I was really looking forward to seeing the Antonio Brown Josh Norman matchup. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I marked that game on my calendar because I, I, I said to myself, I mean, I know they're friends, but at the same time, they're competitors on the field. They are competitors. They are both top-tier players at their positions. And I said, yo, this matchup is going to be electric. I want to see them go at it for four quarters. We didn't get that, though. We, we did not get that. Antonio Brown looked amazing. I'm pissed. They got snatched up in fantasy league and all three of my fantasy teams. But I ain't going to digress. However... I was disappointed that that the Redskins shot away from utilizing Josh Norman and Antonio Brown. Now, and, I, and I understand the defensive schemes didn't dictate that Josh Norman lines up on the side of the field that Antonio Brown lines up on. I get that. But in that situation, if I was the Skins and I'm really analyzing who we're going up against, I, you got to make some adjustments. You got you to gotta hit them like, yo. Josh, I know you usually line up on the opposite end of the field, bro, but we don't need you to lock him down. We don't need you to at least every other play man coverage. Like, this is this is your man. Kick it back to high school playground ball. Like, yo, you see him? This is your man. And Antonio Brown ran up and down the field on them all game. We didn't get that matchup, dog. And to be honest with you, it made, it made that particular game, it was cool. But it made it less exciting because, I mean, we, we wanted to see that. We wanted to see that top-tier defender and that top-tier receiver go at it. And, I mean, it obviously cost us games because Antonio Brown went, went nuts. So, I mean, it, it looked like a scrimmage game to me. For sure. Well, folks, that's been our NFL Week 1 recap. Coming back after the break, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick's protest and other guys because that's what Colin Kaepernick now after the break on two speech Diaries day with JR and speech more on the Boston Radio Network, BostonRadioShow.com. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. 
hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. True Speech Thursday here on the Boston Radio, BostonRadioShow.com. We just gave it to you, NFL Week 1 recap. Now we're going to talk about something that took over the nation as well. This past week was the 15th anniversary of September 11th attacks on New York City, the Twin Towers, and across the United States. And there was demonstrations for 9-11, but also protests. Guys showing unity. Uh, guys putting them at the, the right fist, raising it up high. Um, others kneeling uh, with Kaepernick, because uh, Colin Kaepernick has started this movement to protest police violence and oppression of black people. Not about the flag. We've covered this the last two weeks on the show. It's not about the flag. It's about showing, you know, that hey, we need to change these issues. And, and Kaepernick is has a high selling jersey in an affair right now. Has donated all the proceeds to. Organizations at least put his money where his mouth is. It's not just about doing it. He's actually putting actions with his words. So I, I'm, I'm happy to see guys protesting and showing their, uh, you know, their solidarity with him and showing they support him because more guys need to speak up and use their platform because uh, who else in the United States can use their platform like this other than an athlete to show that, hey, this is really what's going on out here. We need to stop this. And social media is a big tool, but also athletes platform is a big tool. And I'm proud of what they did. The speech, what's your take on that, man? Uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. You know, uh, for some reason, his message has gotten lost in translation. People have wanted to attack and, 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 and demean what he's trying to do and say, oh, he's not patriotic. He's protesting America. He's against the truth. People just really need shit. And I mean, absolutely positively reaching for nothing to make a big deal out of something. They have no idea what this man is even trying to do. He's doing exactly what you say. He's trying to raise awareness of the violence and oppression and the injustice and the brutality that, that takes place in the communities around the country all the time. Every day since, you know, hundreds of years, it's been the same old story. And even now, it's the same old story. The people are up in arms because he chooses to take a knee. And yet people are not even discussing why he decided to take me. And that's been my biggest problem with this whole thing from the jump, bro. It's like everybody's so upset with simply taking a knee. But so many people are not even willing to listen as to why he did it. People are just mad just to be mad. And it's sad that we still live in a country where, you know, racial injustice and oppression are so prevalent, dog. And people have to do things like 
take a knee during the national anthem and, and, and raise a fist in the air. So I was glad to see that so many players are stepping forward and, you know, uh, standing together with Cap. Uh, the Miami Dolphins owner, I really applaud what he did. You know, he said, I stand behind my players. When the players are going to take a knee, I'll, I support their right to do so, which I got to respect for him on that. The, the 49ers owner plays the million dollars for, you know, charitable contributions to help with the injustices that are going on. You know what I mean? So we're going to try to get the adjustments that are going on. So a lot of people taking notice. And it's really on the flip side, it's sad to see America showing this ugly face again. Trent Dilfer especially. Oh, uh, dude, I was so dis- I was so disappointed in Trent Dilfer. And but it's Trent Dilfer, though. What do you expect for Trent Dilfer? I'm true, true, but the thing is, bro, and, and, and maybe this is just me being a sports fan. Like, I, I don't have time to watch TV. Really. You know what I mean? But when I do, I'm watching ESPN, well, 99% of the time, it's the TV on in the crib is on ESPN. So that's what I watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you see these personalities do it, and you listen to their commentary, and their breakdowns about sports. And then as soon as you hear their take on an actual issue, and you realize, like, okay, let me separate the sports personality from how this person really feels about what's going on. And then you start to see a person who really who they are. So you're right, though. What, what am I going to expect from Trent Dilfer? Not a damn thing. So I set myself. Him and Tim that. Hasselbeck. What are you expecting to say on on that panel? Oh, you, you know, oh, no. It, it, you know, it, it's sad to say, but you see, there, there's a clear divide between black and white. I hate to say it that oh, way, yeah. but it really is. And I have sure. white friends, a lot of them, but they never understand what it feels like to be a black man. And me, particularly being a Dominican and black man. I'm a, you know, people who are Caribbean I look very fond of in this country. Let's be real about it. Okay? Oh, absolutely. So I got two, I got two strikes against me. I'm Caribbean and I'm black. I got two strikes already before I even get started, you know? Right. <laughs> so, you know, I can see, like, Randy Moss was staring. Trent Dilfer was like, really? Oh, Dude. man, that was, uh, that meme was perfect. It was the perfect caption, and it encapsulated the whole conversation of race in America between black people and most white people. That look on Randy Moss' face is looking like, are you serious? Like, like for real? This is really what you think? This is, this is really your opinion? All right. It is, that, that's it. Like, dog, I swear, that's it. It, it crystallizes right there. The, the problem between black and white in America is like, I, I hate to say it, but some some of our white listeners and white friends and family do not understand what we go through as black men in this country or being black period because you're 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 the one who's supposed to be here not us we was brought over here as slaves to work for you we wasn't supposed to really be here we had to fight for equality I, I mean we had to fight for our rights and civil rights so you already had your civil rights you have to fight for anything you're not already climbing an uphill battle. We are not you. It's nothing racial or personal. That's how it is in this country. It's how this country was founded and built and molded. It's what it is. Yep. It, oh, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. It's, it's to cut it dry and straight to the point, yeah, I haven't encapsulated it all. It's like from, from the jump, the vast majority, let's keep it 100 the Caucasian population does not have to face the same things that we have to face when it comes to dealing with race. Like, people look at black people in America, and at no point can they ever deny, okay, that's a black person. 
and the same stuff we go through, bro, we've been going through for hundreds of years. Like you said, we had to fight just to be treated as humans. Like, let's be for real. There were laws that said we were property. And then there were laws that said we were three-fifths of a human being. And then there were more laws that said, okay, well, you can be considered a human being, but we're not going to give you all your rights. What type of country is that, man? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And people expect us not to have a problem with it? Like, if you've never had to go through that, then it's impossible for anybody to understand if you've never had to live with something. Living in the South, you see, like I tell all the time, Atlanta's one thing, Georgia's another thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You ain't never lied, dog. I've been been down to the deep South, and I'm like, man, let me take my ass back up the mission. (laughs) Dog, dog, think about this. Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana. North Florida. It's, it's, it's another world. Man, it's a whole other world. I got to say, I'm, Atlanta I'm, is I'm, one I'm, thing. Georgia's a whole other thing. Yep. <laughs> like, like. But you know the crazy part about it, though, dog, and I tell people this all the time, it's, it's, it's bad. Like, don't get me wrong. In, in, in the South and in the deep South and the old South, oh, they let you know, like, the word boy is, is, is very precious. I was called boy this oh, Sunday. Oh, you a nice boy. Almost... Went off on mm. my Caucasian elder. Oh, that's the trigger. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's the trigger word for me. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't your boy. I'm a grown man. Uh, excuse me. I have a name, and it ain't boy. That that dog uh, that set me up, dog. That word boy really set me up. Cause it's disrespectful, but it's like a sneaky disrespectful. You know what I mean? It ain't blatant. I respect somebody who blatantly came up to me and said, you know what? I don't like you because you're black. Cool. I don't like you because you're stupid. So now we on even playing field. Now I know where you're coming from, and you know where I'm coming from. So now what? But when people try to act all cool, and then they try to shut the job, which you like, oh, boy, you one of them all good boys. I'm like, I'm a boy. I ain't your boy. Like, I'm a chairman. That sets me on more than anything else. But, you know, the crazy thing, though, bro, it ain't just in the South. Like, Michigan is one of the most segregated and racist states I've ever been to. When, when, well, of course, we're in Detroit. Detroit's 80, 85, 87% black. Cool. Surrounding suburbs, you know, they started to trickle out and stuff like that. But when you get into the burbs with the money, dog, they remind you quick as hell, you are a guest here. You do not live here. <laughs> and they let you know you ain't really welcome here like that. You can come, you can spend your money, you can party, you can eat and drink, but you need to take yourself right back on home when you're done. It's, oh my God. Exactly. Oh my God. Ooh-wee. It's nuts. So I, I stand with Captain. I stand with the players, and I stand with the owners who are actually supporting the cause because it's continuing the conversation and then bringing light to these issues. Man, and that's what it's really about. It's about bringing light to the issues, so now the world knows this is the truth and this is what really goes on. Exactly. Well said. Well, coming up next, folks, we have the emails coming up. We got a we got an email from an old emailer, Monty. Uh, he uh, slipped back. Fell back in the trap, but he tells he's done. He tells this time he's done for real. I think Monty's email kind of finalizes and says, "Yeah, I'm done." So Monty's email after the break on the Boss Man Show. Thursday, check us out always on all our social media platforms and our radio show platform on the mobile apps. More speech Thursday with Jr. and speech coming up after the break.
Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Streets Thursday here with JR on speech. Got emails for you. Speech. Give them the first two emails of the day we got, and I'll close out with Monty, bro. Man, let's do it. Because, of course, y'all know these emails are just ridiculous. Uh, they never cease to amaze nor disappoint. The first one right here it says, uh, Marcius and Cousin Fresh. Marches is spelled M-A-R-C-H-U-S, by the way, if y'all were wondering out there in Radio Land. It says, can you provide me some pears and cotton swabs for my eyeshadow? <laughs> Jenny didn't make me that point. Now, once again, eyebrows ain't right. Julius Fresh, what is your next phone coming? Oh, my God. <laughs> Marches, cool and wet is a cool. Odyssey in Water Bay. Parentheses, I'm sexy. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're, you, you're not sexy either. You're not saying you're sexy because you're not smart. So you're not sexy, okay? <laughs> Learn how to spell, please, either. <laughs> Bruh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I want to, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I really, I really am. Ida, I'm trying because I'm having a really good day, Ida, and I'm trying not to be a bad guy. I, I, I truly am, sweetie. 
but that email made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you being a fan of, I'm assuming you meant songs and not thongs. So, uh, thank you, Ida. Uh, I, you got to follow familygrind.com on, on uh, you know, and we'll let you know when the next song comes out. Ida, I, I appreciate you, sweetie. I really do, but uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right. Wow. Okay. Next email. Bro hands. No, no. Nah, nah, it's the one. It's what's one above it. It's like change hand. <laughs> it's one above uh, that. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I, there was one that uh, <laughs> <laughs> or one that I missed. Change hand and Smitty. Alex. <laughs> All right. I'm in leash to end sites and do tomorrow and not to mention that the government has been in the world. My younger human and my younger animal have been <laughs> outing their brains together with, oh Lord, resettedly? I don't get it. Why are their brains magnifying together? Dan, the younger animal, fails its hands and arms, extenders, and wraps around my younger human. Then, through younger human, tries the same. What's seven up with oreganos? Shaq and KC, not a peace man. Well, but I'm going to let you tap it out. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Shaq, you're an idiot, okay? <laughs> like, really? What is a younger human and a younger animal? What does that even mean? You mean a puppy and a baby or a toddler? What does that even mean? The government has been in the world. Yes, the government been in the world. Why? 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 Why does that? Why do we care about that? Uh, change hands, Smitty Alec. No, Shaq. In speech, he's putting out a chef's fan. A chef, not a, a chef's fan. <laughs> he he put chefs. And, and you know what, though, dog? I wanted it to say Chiefs. I really did. Like, I really, truly did. I'm like, I know he didn't misspell the word Chief. So I just said Chief. And upon further inspection, you're right. He said Chef Fan. He, he definitely said Chef Fan. That's, that's terrible. That's, news. that's terrible. That's terrible, Shaq. Bad, Shaq. It's terrible, dog. It's, it's awful. It's awful. I'm just like, wow. I mean, I mean, what can you do? Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> now, we got a long email here from Monty. Here we go. Bro Hams, I'm finally done. I've learned my lesson. She never going to change. I tried to have something with my college sweetheart, the one girl I truly love. I want a family with her. I was ready to move that grown man move and commit to her, but all she was stuck, she don't want to be alone in this relationship because, quote, she's a single mother. And, quote, it's hard being a single mother. What a hell of an excuse, bro hams. Bro hams, chick lives with her mother. So how can it? How hard can it be? Her and her mother both have full-time good-paying jobs. This is the same woman who talked about how she's continued to love me that we won together. She said, no one has ever put it on her like I have. Good job, Monty. Uh, <laughs> ben, she's willing to throw it away because we're two hours away from each other on a straight line freeway. For real? Obviously, our love is, was conditional. I knew this. She told me she became a better person and grown. Obviously not. I'm so pissed. I let myself get sucked in once again. I'm done, bro, hams. 
I guess he meant she. He put C ain't for me. He meant she. She don't deserve a good man like me. Thanks, bro, Hams. Monty and NYC. Speech, take that one first, brother. Now I'll fucking behind you. Ooh, Lord, 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 have mercy, Jesus. Monty, I will say this, bro. I really would. First of all, thank thank you for the physical here. Email Monty is always a pleasure to read your email, sir. You really know how to put them together. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what you're talking about. Second, Monty, there comes a time where you got to know enough is enough. Stop going back. It's done, it's done. However, I applaud you for realizing that, acknowledging that fact, and coming to grips with it and continuously just keeping the move forward. Because let's, 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 let's keep it 100 here, Monty. Let's really, let's really break this down. Two hours is not far. It's really not long distance. Long distance is seven, eight, nine, ten hours. Okay? Exactly. That's what you long far. distance. Two hours ain't far. That's instinct. Two hours is really instinct, Monty. That's not that bad. You can drive two hours in right after you get off work and then spend a weekend with somebody. Which, if you if you working full time and they working full time, you really don't get a chance to hang out on your off days anyway. So that two hours ain't far. So that was a BS excuse on hurry. That is, two hours is not a long distance. Okay. So that was just her coming up with an excuse and a reason that not to want to That single mother crowd, too, was bad, too, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he's talking about straight line freeway. No, you put your music on, you'll be there in no time. I ain't trying to hear that. That's fine. Mommy, don't fall for those games. I think she, she, she's BSing around with you now. Um, and I don't really get how, you know, she said, okay, being a single mother is hard. I'm not going to disrespect the single mothers out there raising the kids. It's one of the hardest things you can possibly do. But if you got a full-time job, and you live with your mother who also has a full-time job, and I'm assuming that you're helping each other raise your, your, your baby and your grandbaby, that there's some help there. And if you, you know, even if you spend the bills, if you're not putting all four of the bills, then you should be able to afford some daycare. And, you know, I don't, it seems like they have some help there. So I don't really know how, where her angle was with that. I think once again, she was just trying to give an excuse and a reason. But Monty, in my personal opinion, dog, chalk it up. You're a young guy. You're a good brother. You got to, you, you got to eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Seem like you're upstanding young young gentleman, man. Do the world is your oyster. You're a young professional brother with head on straight and good sense about you. You can literally, literally put yourself out there and you can get anybody you want, man. Cut ties, move on. If it ain't working out for you, make that move, dog. Don't ever be afraid to make that move, brother. Go ahead and do it. I'm telling you the best thing for me. Yeah, kick it off. Monty, my man. Hey, I, I know what you mean, man. Look, I told you before on the show previously, I had the same problem with distance, too. You know what I'm saying? But like I told the female, I'm only I-75 away, and she couldn't deal with that. So I know how you feel, Monty. I already do. Same time, Monty, you might love her. You, she might put it on you like no other. She might give you what you want. She might take your dessert any way you want to give it to her. She might be even cook good for you, Monty. But guess what? Her ways, her irrational ways, her non-logical ways, her selfish ways, her stupid ways, her excuse-making, that tells me it's, that that's not something you want to be with long-term, Monty. She's inconsistent, Monty. She tells you one thing, she doesn't know. She, she told you she's grown and matured. We reread your emails last year on this time, Monty. She has not matured. Are you later? The same stuff, Monty, from last year is going on. Monty, this girl never going to grow up, Monty, ever. I don't care what you do. This is who she is. She is who we thought she was. 
R.P. Dills Green. She is who he thought she was. A lying ass bullshit and you know what. Simple as that. Simple as that, Monty. So, going forward, brother, find a woman who's going to appreciate you in your career. You're an artist. You're working at a record company. You, you do, you're do doing A&R work. Find somebody who respects you in your career, man, and will be willing to support you through and through. Pull up a song, brother. I Need a Girl, Part 2, Puff Daddy and the Family, Mace. That's the song you, you need to play, Monty. Guess what? You need a girl's on Ride, Ride, Ride. That's the song that you need to listen to, brother. And Bonnie and Clyde, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Those songs you need to think about in your head. That's what you want in a partner, Monty. Not what you had in this girl out right here. It costs me hard. She's good for you in college, but she's not good for you as a real, as in your further adult life, Monty. So with that being said, brother, I hope you can move on from this and grow from it and be better for it going forward in 2017, brother. Monty, thank you for emails. I think you're the best emailer on this radio program, Monty. I really do. You send good emails with good takes. I know speech degrees, speech, speech, anything else you want to add to this speech before you, we close it out, brother? Speech. Yo, yeah. Nah, man, uh, I had to take a second and gather my thoughts, man, because you really, you really hit it home, brother. You really did. But, uh, you know, Monty, real quick, dude, like JR said, been a year, nothing's changed, so she hasn't matured. Same old same. Once people show you who you really, who they really are, believe them. You know, I, I, I learned that lesson when I was a kid, and I keep it with me to this day. She shows you who she was, believe her, and cut ties and move on, because once again, reiterate another point that JR hit home. If you don't have somebody that's really down to support you and your endeavors and what you're doing, they're not for you. If you can't support them and their endeavors and truly be behind them and support them and push them to be the best versions of themselves that they can be, then you don't need to be with that person. So if you two are not pushing and supporting each other and your own dreams and aspirations, it ain't going to work. And you lying to yourself. So, brother, we appreciate your email. And as always, thank you for your time, your energy, your input. Uh, you know, and I, I wish you the best luck in the situation, but I'm going to close it out by yeah, saying I think it's time to cut that chick off. Let's take care of it, brother. About that time, it's man. All good. About that time. It's all good. Speech real quick. Other emails today, terrible as usual. Ida and Shaq. Yeah, Shaq is a damn Shelf fan. Not cheese, but Come on, man. That was a come on, man, moment, dog. <laughs> the Kansas City Chefs out there, people. The Chefs. According to Shaq. <laughs> but he did. <laughs> I wanted it to be Chiefs so bad. I really did. I'm like, no, he didn't. Yeah, folks, SC's Week Show. Check us out on, on the yeah. web, social media. Yeah. Boston Speech. We are out. Yeah.